The Fake Show Podcast is brought to you by Hash House of Go-Go, the law firm of Hutchison & Stephan, Brew City Brand Apparel, TheFoodConnectionLV.com, and by Mr. Antenna. I remember I was, I was getting hit on a lot when I was single. I didn't, I didn't like it. I was getting hit on by mostly homeless women. Um, it was fun. This one time it happened at a, a grocery store. I was at Ralph's, and uh, I smelled something weird, and I turned around, and... It was this homeless lady holding a box of apple pie, and she looked like she was on the verge of tears. I was like, you want me to help you buy the apple pie? That'd be, that'd be very nice. Thank you so much. And, uh, like, I ain't gonna lie, she, she looked kind of good. Like, she did. Like, she like she might have been, like, one week homeless. Like, maybe, like, a couple, like, she just got homeless. It didn't hit her yet. So. <laughs> it's The Fake Show with Jim Toffey. That was a clip from the brilliant stand-up of actor-comedian Jermaine Fowler, who you may know best from his two seasons on the CBS sitcom Superior Donuts. Now, Jermaine is co-starring in one of the most buzzed-about films of the year, Sorry to Bother You, which also stars Lakeith Stanfield, Danny Glover, and Army Hammer. Please welcome Jermaine Fowler to The Fake Show. Jermaine, how are you? Good. How you doing, Jim? I'm good. Thank you for joining me, and, and congratulations on Sorry to Bother You. Uh, and it's a pretty exciting weekend for you, wasn't it? I appreciate it. Yeah, man. It's been pretty cool, actually, man. It's been great. I was a huge fan of Superior Donuts, and uh, how fun was it to play with that cast, Judd Hirsch, Katie Seagal, and all the rest? Oh, thank you again, man. Uh, oh, it, it was great. Those are legends, like amazing people beyond all that. Uh, going to work you know, with those guys every day was just... Uh, it was amazing, dude. Like I, you couldn't ask for a better cast, honestly. Did you perform stand-up with guys like Maz Jabrani in the past before Superior Donuts happened, or did you know of him? I knew of him. I never performed with him. He was just sort of like a, a guy who was established uh, way before I even, you know, even thought about doing stand-up. And he, you know, I watched him before I even thought about doing stand-up. Like he was even in a like movies that I and TV shows that I admired. So. Doing a show with him, was it was just so surreal. Because I would tell him every day, yo, man, you were in uh, Friday After Next. You're one of my favorite characters in that movie. And he's like, oh, my God, you're making me feel old. And I'm like, I'm sorry. <laughs> right. Well, it was a, it was an hysterical show. And, and you also dealt with race and police brutality, which I thought was very cool. Thank you, man. I feel like we had to. It was the right time. And it's always the right time to talk about those things. In your new film, Sorry to Bother You, you play the friend of telemarketer played by Lakeith Stanfield. Did you ever have that job in real life? As a telemarketer? Yeah. I, nah. I've never been a telemarketer. But, you know, I used to cold call uh, uh, audience members who attended comedy shows the night after just to make sure they had a good time. They were already familiar with me, so it wasn't like they, I was a stranger calling them and ruining their dinner or anything like that. They were like, oh, you're that guy after the show. I'm like, yeah. I was about like 24 when I used to do that. And uh, it was all right. You know, it was all right because they were familiar with me. But Lord knows. You know what it's like to call somebody that you don't know in the middle of the day and try to sell something. Uh, yeah, I hear you. Now, in the film, the seasoned telemarketer played by Danny Glover tells Cassius, uh, that's Lakeith's character, to use a white voice to sell. I think that's just hysterical. Yeah, man. Uh, it's, <laughs> it's a tactic that uh, a lot of people are familiar with and, you know, people use. It's a... Uh, it's just a, they use a very comedic way to get into that, uh, that whole taboo, but it's a real thing. <laughs> and the voice, correct me if I'm wrong, but was the voice done by David Cross? Uh, Danny Glover's voice was David Cross. 
and uh, Amari Hardwick's uh, voice was done by Patton Oswalt. That was very nice. Voices in Hollywood. So I'm reading, I think I read an article just the other day in Rolling Stone or something uh, about the director, Boots Riley. How great is this guy? Dude is a genius. He's a, he's a, he's a brilliant madman. And uh, he's one of the smartest people I've ever spoken to. You ever speak to him, just let him talk, and he'll school you on everything. And he gave me the opportunity to do something so amazing and just groundbreaking. I'm very, very happy that he gave me the opportunity. How much did the cast, because I've seen interviews with the cast, want to do well for him and rally around him? Oh, man, yeah. We all love the script. We all love what it was talking about. We all love the message. We all love Bruce's work. That was the vibe on set. Nobody had any ego. No one. They all checked that at home, and uh, it was the most professional, collaborative cast I've ever worked with. It's my first film, so you know I learned a lot doing. It's so great how people, how much you know, people supported uh, Boots' vision from the cast, the makeup, hair department, uh, producers. Did you talk to Lakeith Stanfield at all about? how chilling he was in uh, Get Out. Because, man, that the look on his face, the expressive look on his face in that movie. Man, I, I did talk to Lakeith about Get Out, mainly because I don't, when, when, we're, when we're on set, I don't like talking to people about previous roles that they've been on. Right. I want that to dilute whatever character they're trying to make. I want them to focus on whatever they're working on currently as far as get out no but you know if you want to talk to him about it it's definitely he's, he's accessible on instagram you can definitely be him you know uh but no i didn't talk to him about that most times he just hung out and talked about hip-hop and celestial uh beings and <laughs> sort of like uh just life in general man and being a dad you know we all had a we all had kids around the same time, me, Stephen Young, and Lakeith Stanfield, so we were sort of just like talking about anything but work. That's kind of how I like it. Speaking of being a dad, I, I saw uh, something you said on your Twitter page recently about how your daughter took her first steps, and then you tripped her up because you've got abandonment issues. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think any dad can relate to that. Any parent can yeah. relate to that. Yeah, exactly, especially... You know, walk and I freaked out. Before I let you go, Jermaine, I'm hearing that New Line bought a comedy pitch idea from you. Is that true, and how exciting is that? Oh, man, it's amazing. It's uh, truly, literally, like, it's just been such a great week, a uh, couple weeks for me uh, in my career and in my life. Uh, it, it's them, them buying that comedy pitch was something I, I just... It's, it's great. I, I'm excited to get, get, get to work on that. You know, we, we start we start writing this idea real soon, and uh, you know, New Line, Michael Starberry, the writer, and uh, Lucas Brothers, and Lil Rel, they're all going to be a part of it. As far as the plot, I'm not going to reveal that until until we're like, you know, until we get closer to the uh, right. filming it. Because I, I want to surprise people, and I don't like giving away too many things. Uh, it's just I, I believe in I believe in uh, surprises, and I believe in keeping you know things under wraps and you know, so people see it because uh, the, the sense of uh, mystery has been lost in this time of day. I get that. And uh, hopefully you come here to uh, Las Vegas to do stand-up at some point soon, although you're very busy. Uh, oh, no, I'm never too busy to do stand-up. But I will tell you this, 
Uh, I can't wait to get to Vegas, man. They got a the, the Las Vegas Comedy Cellar. I might be doing shows at. So nice. you know, I might be over there uh, real soon. All right, it's Jermaine Fowler, the most buzzed about film at the moment. Sorry to bother you. Great talking to you, and good luck with everything you've got going on. Thank you very much, man. I appreciate that. All right, buddy. Take care. And I love that he says, no matter what, I will always do stand-up and hopefully on a stage near you. And that brings us to the end of this episode of The Fake Show. Thanks so much for listening and checking out our Facebook and Twitter updates. I'm Jim Tofty, and I'll see you back here next time. Take The Fake Show on the road by listening on SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes, and thefakeshow.com.